And we're back. Good morning. Welcome back to the I'm So Tired podcast with your host. My name is Peace. <laughs> and we're here <laughs> drained in every sense of the word. We kind of just dropped y'all like a bad habit out of nowhere. It was ironic that we made our last episode like kind of what happened, how we were preparing, and then, and then oh my gosh, said, no way. <laughs> life said nope. Yeah, and <laughs> sorry, I'm lost in the, I don't even know where to like reach at. It's been a long month. I haven't been in front of the microphone whatsoever, like. Yeah. Remember how I said we were going to try and get guests in while Abby took some time off? Psych. I needed that time off, too. There would have been no way for me to function or do this the right way. I was going to say, I'm not going to lie to you. Haven't thought a wink about this podcast since giving birth. Shout out to all the cars passing by. Yeah. Kind of missed it. Kind (laughs) of didn't. But, hey, that's how you know we're back and better than ever, brother. (laughs) Oh, yeah, brother. But, yeah. It feels like. We've been only gone for like a blink. I know. But at the same time, I'm like, it's, it is at the back of my mind. Like, you have to go back. You have to go back. I know. You have to go back. I know. I kept asking like, oh, when are we going to do it? Or what do you want to talk about? And we would think about it. And then after we'd get done talking about it, both of us would be asleep and it'd be the next day. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, this whole routine that we had, everything that we thought we were going to... The life that we literally built. We thought we were just going to implement Theo, just have him hop right in the situation. Nah. Our life before that is gone. Speaking of which, welcome um, (laughs) our first family guest, Theo. He's here with us tonight. He's getting milk drunk right now. Absolutely. This guy's incredible. He's finally (laughs) here. I know, that's weird. Thanks for joining us on the podcast today, bud. How you doing? Do you hear breathing? Yep, the heavy <laughs> breathing. He joined me for a Saturday morning video today, too. Heck yeah. A lot has happened with this little guy since he literally shot out into this world. We'll, we'll get to that. We got a lot of explaining to do. Yeah, so I guess we should start with why we just... We're like, goodbye. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was like the computer. Goodbye. <laughs> um, so I had my 38-week appointment. Um, it was a Friday. It was a Friday. And it was like January 27th. 27th. And did we have a podcast episode that came out that weekend? Yeah, that was the one that we said we were preparing. Oh, okay. All right. And um, when I went to my appointment that day, my blood pressure, every time they took it, was reading pretty high. And so they ha- they took it like... Well, explain what that can mean and why it was an issue. Um. So... Not everyone knows. Yeah, so high blood pressure in pregnancy can appear at any point in time, and it puts you at risk for preeclampsia. And that's very dangerous, literally life threatening to Yeah, I was gonna say let me pull both parties. The medical definition of preeclampsia, just so I'm not butchering it. Yeah. So um the three main symptoms are high blood pressure, swelling of hands and feet, and protein in urine. And it's a potentially dangerous pregnancy complication characterized by high blood pressure. 
And then it says here that preeclampsia usually begins after 20 weeks of pregnancy in a woman whose blood pressure had been normal. It can lead to serious, even fatal complications for both mother and baby. So looking back at my previous appointments, it as the weeks went on, it was getting up there. Mm-hmm. Like now that I looked back at it. And obviously I was worried because like I didn't want to die and I didn't want you know, anything to happen to him Mm -hmm. because, you know, it just pops out of nowhere and it's like, okay, well, you have this now. We have to do something now. Yeah. So the doctor, (laughs) the doctor that I saw at my 38-week appointment, I don't like him. He irritates me every time I see him. I don't see him very often. That was probably my second or third time in my entire pregnancy that I saw him. So to be quite honest, I didn't take him seriously and I was just going to ignore it. Mm-hmm. because I do that with a lot of things. However, um, my mom took me to my appointment, and I talked to her about it, and she was like, well, why don't you get your blood pressure checked later on, if it, and if it's still high, go to the hospital, because the doctor was like, yeah, I want you to go to labor and delivery and have them check it out. Yo, really? these cars are going crazy. Yeah. So, yeah, the doctor was like, you should go to labor and delivery, and I was like, mm Can't do that right now. Yeah, I can't do that right now. And you know what? Nothing would have happened in five hours. Yeah, absolutely. Because Juan was at work. My mom needed to go back to work. And I know my mom would have taken me. That was not the issue. It was just the simple fact of like, is this serious or no? Or is this doctor just pissing me off? And my high blood pressure is because I'm furious right now. Yeah. So we had two friends come over and they both took, one of them took my blood pressure and shout it, out to Malcolm and G. Yeah. And it was still reading in the same range. Mm-hmm. And they thought that it was fine. But when um, I talked to the labor and delivery doctor on call, she was like, I don't like the number. So mm-hmm. I still want you to come in. Mm-hmm. And we had a choice of either, either going in that night or going in. The next morning. And I knew this doctor, so I was like, no, let's just go get it over Yeah, with. she was only on call until like 7 a. the next yeah. time. And um, like, mind you, I had just gotten off of work. It's like 5.30, 6 o'clock. Mm-hmm. I had just gone out to get some pizza. We're at home trying to relax. And we're like, oh, man, like we don't want to go to the hospital right now. And they were basically saying, like, oh, we just want to check on the baby, see if your blood pressure will go down. And, you know, the way they were talking made it seem like we were coming back home. Mm -hmm. But, of course, we talk about how – we talked about in however many episodes how we don't want to be induced. Mm -hmm. And, like, they said that this is also a possibility, like, if it was looking bad, that they were going to go with the process of induction. So we called up my mom. And it was just like she was – everything lined up for her to come over. Mm-hmm. We had just put Jewel to bed mm-hmm. and we grabbed our duffel bag and left. And we're mm-hmm. like, all right, we're taking this just in case, but we're hoping to be home in a couple hours. And because we didn't – again, we weren't really taking it seriously. We were like, oh, yeah, we're coming back. We didn't properly say goodbye to Jewel either. Yeah. And that was – We felt bad the next day. Yeah. So we get to labor and delivery – And they take us to a room and they're like, you know, it's a delivery room. Mm -hmm. 
and they're like, okay, here's your gown. The grippy socks were out. Yep. I was like, I saw them, and I was like, yo, we're not leaving. Yeah. We're not, but, like, I'm, I was in denial. I was like, we're going home. Yeah. So I'm tired. <laughs> the doctor comes in, and she just kind of explains, like, why we're doing this and what needs to be done. Like, so I had to uh, have this uh, blood pressure monitor on, and it just would randomly go off and take my blood pressure. Mm-hmm. And then I had to do a pee sample. And they took some blood samples. And my blood pressure went down. Mm-hmm. That was fine. She was like, yeah, your blood pressure is looking great. And then after a few hours, um, we got the urine and blood samples back. And that's when she came in and was like, the proteins in your urine are not looking good. The numbers are not where they should be. They weren't bad. It wasn't She was like, like, rather than send you home, though, and just let it potentially get worse, you're technically a term, mm-hmm. so I would like to go through with induction. And I'm mm-hmm. like, ah, are you sure? Mm-hmm. I was like, I even asked. I was like, do we have to? Because, like, we had a really rough experience last time. We were, we were against it. Like, I wasn't being that dad that's trying to overstep, like, a doctor's, like, knowledge i no, was you asked in like an informative i way. was like was hey nice. like this was this was something that like troubled us the last time like help me understand what's going on here so we don't like panic or freak out because we we came prepared but we also are unprepared for this to actually happen and they talked us through it they were like all right so you got a bag i was like yeah it's in the car mm-hmm. and then we stayed they hooked you up they got you going. We had a great team this time again. I only had to do two methods of induction. Oh, yeah. It was way better, like, this time around. They didn't, like, force everything down. Mm-hmm. The The nurses were super, like, they were very hands-on when they needed to be, but then they also knew when to back off. Like, mm-hmm. I'd be awake just chilling, and they'd come in and, like, see Abby was knocked out and would leave. They wouldn't even interact with me. Mm-hmm. They wouldn't even want to. They were like, all right, we're letting her sleep. Like, We'll check on, let her know we'll be back. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay. And then all day that Saturday, mm-hmm. literally, like for at least 12 to 14 hours, <laughs> Abby just bounced on a yoga ball and rocked side to side. Use that method to get them hips open. And if you follow us on Instagram, you saw the video. Yeah. I did that for like 12 hours. Yeah. And. It helped speed the process up because we knew that helped last time. And it, it was a better induction this time because you were able to be mobile. You had more, like, control over the environment in which you were able to, mm-hmm. like, give birth. And they wanted me to move around because I was like, hey, like, this is important to me. And they were like, yes, like, move around. Yeah, I'll get you a mobile, like, baby monitor and all of this stuff. And mm-hmm. You know, inducing is not what I wanted, but looking back at it, um, I, especially when he was born and like, we'll get to that part, but, um, I was so focused on like, oh, this is what I wanted, blah, 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 Mm -hmm. that like, I was not prepared for the possible condition of how he would come out. Yeah, that too. And so I'm in hindsight grateful that she did induce because- of like kind of what transpired after he came out yeah and even while we were getting ready like i mean granted abby was pretty small like for the pregnancy and 
not like two more weeks of being pregnant to reach her 40 week term limit like it's not like you were gonna get any more massive like but we got in there and the one um the doula or midwife the midwife Donma. yeah beautiful lady (laughs) she uh she was the best but she was like you'll be lucky if that baby's like seven pounds yeah and she was right. Theo was a little guy. He was. He came out six pounds, five ounces. Five ounces. Mm-hmm. So that was also like concerning because of how little. Not concerning, but like, mm-hmm. you know, it, he's a little guy. So yeah, he's a little guy, and like with induction, like it can cause like fetal distress. Mm-hmm. And I'm grateful that he was able to like go through that with me mm-hmm. and not have fetal distress and like I was able to do like a vaginal uh delivery like I didn't have to do a c-section yeah and there wasn't even talk of a c-section like you were moving along like fairly quickly Mm -hmm. the nurses rotated in uh 12 hour Mm -hmm. uh shifts from seven to seven so we had the same crew of people both times it was funny because like the first night we came in and Don was like all right I'm so excited to meet this baby blah blah and then she finished her shift, and then she was like, you better not be pregnant when I get back. <laughs> or she said, you, you better have this baby, like, today. So then she comes back at 7 o'clock at night. She's like, well, why are you still pregnant? <laughs> Had the nicest aura about her. Like, mm-hmm. I'm happy that she got to deliver Theo. Yeah, and so after she came back, like, I was at a good point where they put me on Pitocin, which is another induction method. It's just, like, medication. They put it through, like, an IV. And uh, it moved that shit right along. Yeah, you're, it, but they also didn't need to because, like, your contractions were picking up consistently was, on their own. I was going to say, when I had Jewel, I was on Pitocin for, like, two days. Yeah. With Theo, I was only on Pitocin for, like, three hours. Yeah, you only took a couple doses and he was out. Mm-hmm. So, like, that also helped, too, in the healing process with compared to, like, how it happened with Jewel. Mm-hmm. But, shit, we go all day Saturday getting everything ready, trying to move, and we're like, all right, like, we're trying to have this baby, like, tonight. Mm-hmm. like. And he did. And by all means, just the way we went to bed, I even texted Abby's mom, let her know what was going on. She was like, sounds like it's going to be a long night. Get some rest, bud. I'm like, don't you do that to me. Don't you do that to me. Because obviously last time, Jewel came out 4 a.m. Mm-hmm. in that time range. Boom, Theo. 4 a.m. 4 a.m. time range. Mm-hmm. And, like, of course, we're knocked out. It's funny. Abby has a picture she took of herself. She's like, me thinks it's time to give birth. <laughs> or me thinks it's time to push now. Yeah. Yeah, so what happened was um, the Pitocin just, that shit worked, like, Mm -hmm. quick. And I'm laying there, and I kept trying to wake up Juan, but he was so tired that he, like, I wasn't trying to shout at him and scare scare him, you know? Mm -hmm. So I'm laying there, and I'm like, wow, I feel uncomfortable. With Jewel, I felt nothing. You were also on uh, the epidural at this point, so you couldn't really move. Yeah, but I felt, like, really just intense feelings i guess Mm -hmm. and i'm laying there and i'm like oh my god did my water break because like not to be like tmi but i was like i feel like i'm Mm -hmm. sitting in like a wet puddle Mm -hmm. and i kept trying to wake up juan to have him check and see if like you know 
there was water anywhere around me, but he wouldn't wake up. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to call the nurse. That's the best thing to do. Mm-hmm. Call the nurse. And they were in the middle of switching over a little bit early because our nurse was leaving her shift early mm-hmm. and she had somebody covering for her. So um, they both came in and she was like, hey, what's up? And I was like, I feel like my water may have broke or maybe it's starting to. And they checked and they were like, no, like, are you like, okay, other than that? I was like, I'm having a lot of like pressure and like, again, TMI, but when you give birth, like when your body is ready to push, it feels like you have to poop (laughs) (laughs) because the pressure is like in like your tailbone type of area, like that whole, like, it's just like, you're going to take a shit. It's crazy. (laughs) (laughs) So they were like, no, we'll come back in a few. We'll actually go get the midwife and um, we'll have her come check you. The second that they stepped out of the door, I felt my water break and I was like, oh, no. You're like, it's time. Oh, yeah. I was like, I was really underestimating what I was feeling just now. Like, I wasn't really, like, listening to what my body was saying because I was afraid to be overdramatic. Mm -hmm. But when I was trying to explain it to them, I was like, in my head, I'm like, I think I'm, I think he's coming. Like mm-hmm. he's, he's coming, but I didn't say it. Cause I was like, Oh, am I being overdramatic? Blah, blah, blah. So I let them go. They step out the door and my water breaks. I give it like a minute and I'm like trying to move my body to see if like my, like I'm like, if there's water anywhere. And I was like, yeah, there's definitely water. So I call them again. They're like, Hey, what's up? And I was like, yeah, my water definitely broke. So then everybody starts panicking. <laughs> yeah. Like it went it went from zero to a hundred so quick. And like just like last time, I didn't jump up as many times again because the nurses weren't coming in every hour because like you were able to still get up, go pee by yourself and all that. And I just remember hearing a little more commotion than normal and then I sit up and then there's like everybody coming in, lights start turning on, and you know it's like three o'clock in the morning. They're getting everything set up. Everybody's putting their scrubs on. Some There's, like, a whole bunch of other people I haven't seen who all have, like, one specific job just to stand there and do. It it took them longer to set up than it did to push this guy out. Like, Abby pushed for all but five, ten minutes. Not ten. Maybe five. N- not yet. Not even ten minutes. Because like, I wanted him out because it hurt. Yeah. So despite having that epidural. No, that thing wore off. Yeah. Useless. Yeah, she told me she basically felt everything, and I mean... It was only my legs that were numb. Everything else I could feel. But I don't know. (laughs) We didn't talk about it, but, like, I was, like, screaming and crying. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Like, that was, like... Those were some primal screams that I've heard out of you. Like, I've, I've heard you mad. I've heard you yell before, but, like, that was, like, guttural pain, like... I was going to say, are you okay? I'm I'm definitely traumatized again. <laughs> Re-traumatized in a different way, especially because of the proceedings. So let's get into it from the dad <laughs> perspective. Abby gets it. She just had to push. She was out of it. She's delirious. She had no idea what's happening. So I'm waking up out of a daze again, past three o'clock in the morning. Got all these nurses coming in, going crazy. Adrenaline starts going high. And then... They're like, all right, start to push. You know, she's in the regular laying on her back, legs up position, whatever they're pushing. 
and they double checked with me. They're like, dad, are you good? Like you potentially want to deliver if that's the case. I'm like, nah, I don't think I'll do well down there. I'll be honest with you. So just keep me up here by the head. I'll sit down in a chair, do what I got to do. Maybe hold a leg if you need me to. I did way better this time. Mm-hmm. I, I kept my shit together. But while she's laying there pushing, um, they're like, all right, his heart rate's starting to drop. We need you to roll over to your side and get him out right now. Mm-hmm. Abby rolled over, <laughs> grabbed onto the side of the hospital bed with, like, the jaws of life. And when I say she, <laughs> like, like a super saiyan scream, just, <laughs> and, like, <laughs> I wish I could show you a visual of how he shot out because she's laying on her side, right? Got one leg up and Theo just shot out and he looked like a rubber chicken. Like he just kind of <laughs> flopped around because he was still like legs were inside and the doctors had him, but water like squirted everywhere. There was blood and Theo is just here, just <clears throat> like... And I was like, oh, my God. Like, no, oh, holy shit. Like, is everyone okay? That <laughs> happened way too quick. Like, they were like, all right, here's Jewel's head. Here's her body. All right, come on. But boom. All right, she's done. Theo was just like, <laughs> I was like, oh, shit. Oh, my God. And then, like, that, after everything calmed down, they, um, we wanted to do some delayed cord clamping. But because of, you know, the uh, the potential of his heart rate drop and everything, they had to... Cut it, get him out, get him going, make sure sooner he was good. Sooner than we wanted yeah, to. Yeah, sooner we, than we wanted we to. We still did get the delayed cord camp clamping. It just wasn't as long as we wanted to, but... It was like five seconds. What do you mean? We really? Did, no, we didn't delay whatsoever. Oh, really? They had me cut right away. Okay, Because they so had tired. to get the uh, placenta out of you. Oh, because my placenta was all messed up. Yeah. Okay. So, like, even the umbilical cord, like, I cut it, but then... Um, Adama was the one doing it, and as she was pulling, she's like, it feels like it's about to, like, just tear off inside of you. Like, we need to work on getting this out. So she had to, like, gently scrape everything out, and because of how small it was, didn't they take it away for, like, testing? Yeah, so I want to... <laughs> <laughs> Hear me out now. Hear me out. Um, they asked, like, when we first got admitted, some, like, questions about whatever, and they asked, like, do you want your placenta and i was like what and we both were like what you do you do mean that? yeah we, you can do that what do you mean she explained it and she was like some people get them turned into like encapsulated pills mm-hmm. and you can like take them afterwards because i guess it has nutrients and then there's another thing that people do i can't remember what it was you can like freeze it yeah and then the third thing was she was saying that like people will take it and plant it with like a tree mm-hmm. and whatnot and like they'll tra- they'll like plant a brand new tree with it, and it helps. I guess it. It's helps like some tree. symbolism for like the tree of life thing because of like mm-hmm. how the placenta looks with the veins. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, that's cool. I want to do that just because the options there. People are already doing the it. The options there. Yeah, the <laughs> options there. People are already doing it. Might as well. But because it was messed up, and I'm not butthurt about it. I was only gonna do it because it was an option. I mean it. Yeah, still a biohazard. Oh, yeah. That was, like, inside your body. Yeah, it's fine. Anyways, um, <laughs> I mean, it's not like we left with it. No. But anyways, um, yeah, they, she had to, she worked on taking it out for a good bit of time. Yeah. Like, what, 10 minutes? Yeah. 
And then, obviously, I mean, you tore just a little bit. Yeah, I know that was afterwards, but um, once they got it out, like, they took it for testing. And I got the results back. It was fine. Mm -hmm. It just was fragile. It was just a unique one. Yeah. But, you know, we wanted the delayed cord clamping. I didn't realize that we didn't get that. No, because I asked her about it and... Like, right before, I was like, we want to do that. But then she was like, all right, Dad, come cut it. I was like, damn. Like, they literally had me cut it right away as soon as he got out. Yeah. But, yeah, we wanted to do that. We didn't want to be induced. But Theo was really small when he was born. And my placenta was not in good condition. And my blood blood pressure was not in good condition. Mm Mm-hmm. So nothing went the way that it was. And that's what I mean by I was so worried about, like, what I want and how I want mm-hmm. things to go that I wasn't prepared for what all A- of that Actual, was like, gonna- medical complications would come up. Because, yeah. of course, we, you know, and it, like, it got us down in our head a little bit when we first got to the hospital and, like, we're being induced because we're like, damn, we did everything right. Like, we ate super healthy. You You exercised. You moved. Like... We we thought we were going to just have the birth that we wanted. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, again, having the experience we did the first time with Jewel, that's why we were doubling down on not being induced. So it kind of upset us and like it was very surface level. But then once like everything settled down, we we're like, damn, we feel bad because we didn't say bye to Jewel the proper way. Mm-hmm. Like despite how much we prepared for it, we didn't again, prepare for it to actually happen. Like, all right, how are we going to handle this? How are we going to tell Jewel? Who's going to watch her? Like, it all happened in the spur of the moment, which in all reality, even if we would have waited for, like, a natural birth at home for your water to break, like, it still would have been the same scenario. We would have been like, who's coming to watch her? Who's doing what? Who's keeping her? Yeah. But he was literally perfect. Mm -hmm. He came out had good weight everything checked out mm-hmm. he didn't have jaundice nearly as bad as jewel did mm-hmm. um he was a breastfeeding champion mm-hmm. my man came out hungry hungry mm-hmm. but also with how fast he flew out he still had a lot of um amniotic fluid in his stomach so he was like thinking he was full mm-hmm. but he just kept like throwing it up all the time and mm-hmm. like you know, that was probably not the most difficult thing in terms of, like, it being hard, but compared to how much Jewel got, like, poked and prodded and pulled away from us, like, mm-hmm. the hardest thing was his eating because he had so much stuff already in his stomach. Yeah. And then, of course, he got his first feed perfectly fine, but every other feed after that didn't want to latch. Yeah. Didn't want to stay up. He would just constantly fall asleep. Mm-hmm. So we had the lactation specialist and then our nurse, like, literally, like, all of us were working together to force him to eat. Even if it just meant he was going to throw it up and throw up the mucus to get it out faster. Mm-hmm. But that was also because of how fast he came out. When babies are born, like, vaginally, um, when they go through, like, the birth canal, that amniotic fluid gets, like... It all gets squeezed out like toothpaste. Mm-hmm. Think of it like that. And... Because he sh- uh, shot the guy out, it didn't get squeezed out of him. 
And so we even dealt with that with him, like, coming home and stuff, like, here and there. Like, he's been throwing up, like, mucus. It's about, you know, faded at this point. It's just breast milk at this point. But um, we did deal with that for a while. But, yeah, that was a crazy experience. It was so quick, but so. Yeah, just a quick little weekend. Quick little weekend. Little weekend girls trip. To the hospital, it give was, birth, nothing yeah. nothing major. Have you seen the reel or TikTok, I don't know which it is, of, um, it's like a lady, she's giving, she's pretending that she's like in the hospital giving birth and she's like, is this a vacation from my toddler? <laughs> Seriously. It was a mini vacation. So then what does the rest of the month look like, sir? Well, let's talk about Jewel getting to him. Oh, yeah. That same day, that was hard for her. Yeah. We actually, like, our hospital stay wasn't that long. We got in Friday night and got to leave Monday Monday morning. morning. Like, everything checked out for him. All his blood sugar levels were good. That's another thing no one, excuse me, uh, prepares you for. Like, not no one prepares you for, but all the testing that get that's got to get done on them, like, immediately after. Mm-hmm. You know, like, bro, just leave the baby alone. I finally got him to sleep. Yeah. And they're like, sorry, we got to stab his foot. Oh, I hated that. It made me so sad. And, of course, like, you know, he's super tiny, so it's like, bro, don't poke his little foot. <laughs> <laughs> My poor baby. My little index card baby. He's tiny. But Jewel got to come... Sunday. So, -hmm. like, he was born 4 a.m. We got to sleep for a little bit. And the only people that came to see him were your mom and Jewel, because that's who Jewel's with. And then later, my mom came with my sister to bring us food. But Jewel came, and of course, she's like in a hospital, stressed out, doesn't know what's going on. Abby's in the bed, can't really move. Um, It's a lot for her. Yeah, so. She didn't even want to, like, hug me or you. She no. just was, like, clinging to my mom. I sat down with her, and then I put her down, went to go pick up Theo, bring him over, and I sat down next to her, and I was like, this is Theo. She literally just puts her hands on the seat and scoots a little bit away from me. That was obnoxious. Yeah. She scoots just a little bit away from me because she's like, what the heck? But literally, like, it, within 10 minutes, she warmed up. She put a little hand on his head and was like, can I hold her? Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, of course, she's still figuring out pronouns, so Theo is a her to, <laughs> to Jewel. Jewel can't get, like... Him yet. Yeah. Or he. Yeah. But she'll also call Peanut a boy sometimes. <laughs> so it's like, she just picks and chooses at this point. But Jewel is absolutely obsessed. Like, she loves him. Yeah, she's been great ever since then. She wants to help all the time. Like, Hold him. It was funny. When we first came home, we brought, um, we were standing in the laundry room with Theo, and he started crying. Jewel sprinted from the living room. It was like, what's wrrong with her? Like, trying to come <laughs> help, see if she, he could, if she could help him out in any way. What's wrong with her? But Mom, she's crying. Yeah. <laughs> Or <laughs> we were driving the one time, and Abby looked back and was like, are you okay, Jewel? She's like, yeah, can you put him back there, like, the saying trunk. to put Theo in the trunk? <laughs> so, like, she's she's fine. She's at a good age where she's, like, handling it well, able to 
you know, still play with herself and, like, play with her own things. But she's excited to play with Theo. Because she'll be like, Theo, you going to Grand Grands with me? Mm-hmm. Like, let's go play. Yeah. And it's like, soon, buddy. Oh, my God. That's <laughs> so sweet. Yes. So now. The rest of the month. We got home. I had one week off. Mm-hmm. And that was the most work I have ever done. I literally did not stop from that Friday we went in to get induced. And I'm still going. I've been just nonstop going for a month straight. Like, Abby came home and wasn't bedridden, but she was couch-ridden. Just basically eating and breastfeeding. I had to restock us on everything. I had to do all of our laundry. And, like, I was basically just like a one-man, like, a beehive. Like, just buzzing all over the house, taking care of everything, leaving to go get this. We need that. And then I get back to work, go on call that same day. Mm -hmm. Because I was actually supposed to go on call that week, like, after I had off. So Mm -hmm. I even had someone cover my weekend for me. So then I come back to a short week of on call. But it was still, like, the stress and the pressure and, like, Theo... Does not like to sleep at night whatsoever. He's a party animal. 11 to 6 are his hours to just scream. It's his favorite pastime. Like right now, the heavy breathing, it, it's before his wake-up time. He'll sleep all day. He'll cuddle the shit out of you. Mm-hmm. He's a good cuddler. He's a little love bug. Mm-hmm. He just wants to lay on you. Mm-hmm. But the second you put him down, <laughs> any mi- any minor inconvenience, he could be loaded with a pee and poop diaper and be more mad that you like undressed him and have to put him in a clean diaper Mm -hmm. than just letting him go Mm -hmm. but then he'll also scream because he's in a shit diaper Mm -hmm. and then when you clean him he's screaming because the uh wipes are cold yeah (laughs) you you know you're like deep in the parenthood shit when you're half asleep at like 2 a.m. warming up a wipey on your face because you don't want him to scream. So like I'm half asleep with a wipe between my hand and my cheek just to warm it up so I don't make him scream and wake up Jewel. Because, I mean, that was the hardest part she had to deal with. She would wake up because clearly like He's the walls screaming. aren't soundproof and they're right on the other side of each other. So she's confused trying to figure out what's going on. She's better about it now. She oh, yeah, she sleeps through like, oh, that's just Theo. <laughs> but now she wakes up at like 4 a.m., starts playing, and then goes back to bed. Mm-hmm. So I basically had like no time off. Like it felt like I just had an extended weekend, mm-hmm. even though I had one full week off to be with you. Whereas mm-hmm. last time I got fired from my job because I didn't return. Yep. So... That's been a harder adjustment for me, not being able to be home. Mm-hmm. And work has been its own case of worms. So I'm not even going to address that. But it was just my birthday. <laughs> and our routine is just gone. Yeah. We, Everything we once knew is just gone. We tried getting back into it as if it was the same, but, like, we can't even do bath time the same anymore with Jewel. It's like, so hard. And even with ourselves, like... Even, like, the time that she takes a bath now is mm-hmm. inconvenient. Yeah. Dinner has to start, like, ridiculously early because it just takes longer to do. Yeah, because I start making dinner now, 
when you're like on your way home from work. Mm -hmm. There's like no point in waiting because it's like we're trying to cram all these things in like one dinner, playtime, bath, and getting ready for bed. Mm -hmm. Like it was easy to do with just one kid, but Mm -hmm. like having to manage Theo screaming. And like I said, you can't put him down. They, what was it called? A Velcro baby? Yeah. This guy would like. Granted, we're still in the fourth trimester. I know, I know. Fourth trimester, that that shit is not for the weak. To all my dads who struggle with the fourth trimester, I am with you. You are not alone, but I'm also saying that for myself because I'm still currently struggling. I will openly admit it. I'm not built for the fourth trimester. This shit is rough. Mm -hmm. So I commend you, Abby, for just sitting through it all day, every day. I might go to work and deal with this as well but fuck this is hard thank you Mm -hmm. (laughs) i was gonna say our day is just filled with yawning and like sporadic naps the second one of us gets a chance and it's quiet we pass out i was gonna say i just had my first nap today Mm -hmm. it's been a month i'll come home from work and like abby will be in the middle of cooking but i'll be on theo duty and me and theo pass out on the couch like before dinner Mm mm-hmm like, my dad naps are really getting narcoleptic now. Like, I'll just fall asleep anywhere. That. That and the fact that, like, you sleep in now is so weird to me. I know. Abby's like, oh, it's so weird. Like, I wake up and you're still in bed. I'm like, yeah. I wonder why. <laughs> I'm tired. Like, <laughs> sorry. I just got called out to work at whatever hour it is. And Theo kept us up, too. Mm-hmm. But also, like, with my own anxiety like the second i hear him awake screaming and moving i sit up and i'm like abby do you need anything are you good (laughs) and we're both like half asleep sitting up just nodding like palm trees trying to feed this guy or change his diaper in the dark Mm -hmm. he's ripping my nips off yep yeah so our routine is just up in shambles and you know what i know that by the end of march will have started to create a new one. Mm-hmm. So I'm not worried about it because, like... Out with the old and with the new, right? Yeah. Because this guy definitely has, like, a whole different set of needs that we're not prepared for yet. Yeah. Like, again, with Jewel, she's she's always been a little more, like, independent, quote-unquote, self-sufficient. Like, we were able to just leave her be and she'd be satisfied yeah, Jewel, Jewel did not like to be held all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, she wasn't like a cuddly baby. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, you could definitely hold her and cuddle her. But as she got older, like even three months old, mm-hmm. she's like, okay, put me down. I want to. Yeah, she'd like uh, kick and squirm like to get off of you. Yeah, she wanted to be put down. She wanted to look around. She wanted to explore and things like that. Like as much as a three-month-old baby can. Mm-hmm. And. As far, like, even at this point, like, the newborn phase, like, she was fine if you put her down. Yeah. Totally, totally fine if you put her down. Like, if she fell asleep, you could put her down. Whereas if Mm -hmm. Theo's asleep, you put him down, you're waking him up Mm -hmm. again. Yeah. So, like, you can't put him down at all. And And some people are like, oh, you do that yourself or you're creating that monster on your own, like... No, he it came like this. It's not entirely us because it's like, what do I do? Do I just let him scream? Like, yeah, I'm not doing that. Yeah. Personally, I'm not doing that. I was going to say, I 
I even beef you sometimes. I'm like, bro, just put them down for a little bit. But you're like, mm-hmm. I'm going to do what I want. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to do what I want. He doesn't want to be put down. I'm not putting him down. And he also wants no parts with me either. So it's not like he's like just wants to be held by anybody. Oh, yeah. He just wants you. Yeah. I'm mom. Your mom. That's I got, it. I got the booby milk. Yeah. He can smell it. He knows who has I know. it. <laughs> he tries to like root around on my face and I'm like, bro, you're getting a face full of beard. Like you're not getting <laughs> nothing out of me. I have no milk for you, sir. Yeah. Oh, but yeah. So this entire month that we've been gone, we've literally just been surviving. That's it. Yeah. Shout out to everybody that jumped on the meal train and helped us out. Oh, yeah. Thank you for all the dinners. I was going to say that is probably the most important thing out of this is like out of the things that I learned from last time to this time, this time I was not afraid to ask for help. Oh, yeah. I, somebody was like, do you need something? I'm like, yeah, actually, I actually need like, I well, need trash bags. <laughs> give me trash bags. I need coconut water and uh, some diapers for Jewel. And paper towels. Yeah. Like. Yeah. If somebody offered, we were like, no, we need help. Like to the point that like I did like a friend, you know, how you can do like a close friend story on Instagram. Mm-hmm. I posted our meal train to like my close friend story and a couple people sent us gift cards and I was like. Sweet. Yeah. Thank you, because I needed this. No, a lot of those, like, even people just giving us money for DoorDash, like, Mm -hmm. bro, y'all saved us on some nights, like, when we started running out of food. Like, Mm -hmm. we even have gone the extra mile to get paper plates and bowls because we were like, I don't have time to do dishes. Mm -hmm. So, the help after, the help immediately after, like, you give birth is crucial. Mm -hmm. Like, I would say that's more important than even half the stuff you receive at a baby shower because like you don't know how much someone cooking a meal for you like really affects your I don't want to say your day but like no like your mental health because you're like oh I don't have to worry about cooking or like you know having your parents or I mean even last time we had somebody offered to come do our laundry for us Mm -hmm. like that shit really does come in handy so like the little things if you know someone that's pregnant or just giving birth like daily chore help is the biggest help you can do i was gonna say because like we had we had so much food the first week of the first two weeks i'd say Mm -hmm. and that food lasted a while because like like i even had leftovers and was like packing my lunches with it yeah oh hello theo um yeah we were not afraid to ask for help and like the meal train thing my mom made for us which I appreciated. I was like, heck yeah, like send that, send it out. I don't to care. anybody. Anybody. If you sign up, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> send it out. But um, we, it was also a way for people to come meet Theo. Yeah, because we were, of course, we said we didn't want visitors all crazy. And like, mm-hmm. again, we were at the hospital so short and with how things went, we didn't want visitors. We're like, all right, we we rather just get home. Like, we know everyone's excited. Let's mm-hmm. just wait till we get home. You, If you're bringing us food, cool. That's your day to come meet Theo. That way we're not getting bombarded with everybody all at once. Mm-hmm. And it was nowhere near as stressful this time around. And I, granted, we have a second kid now, so most people are getting like, hey, they're probably like 
tired mm-hmm. and beat, so yeah, let's save it. Because yeah. there are still a lot of our friends that helped us out that have yet to meet mm-hmm. Theo. Like, they just did a quick drop-off. All right, I'm leaving. Yeah. Yeah, so, like, the help this time, I was like, no, I need. I knew going into this that I was like, I don't know when this is going to happen, like, mm-hmm. when I'm going to give birth, but I need help. I know I'm going to need help. And, like, you weren't afraid to ask for help with, like, chores and stuff while I'm, like, you know, healing on the couch. I'm freaking, like, bleeding. Oh, yeah, the stuff. day we got home, I literally dropped you guys off and had to go grocery shopping. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, I got a sink full of dishes, all the trash, dirty the laundry. laundry. And mom came in. I was like, hey, bud, I'm about to, like, have a panic attack. Like, I didn't say it out loud. But in my brain, I'm looking around about to freak out. Like, I can't do all this right this second. No, I'm sure she probably looked at you and oh, was yeah. like. Oh, yeah, and could tell. Oh, like, yeah. I was stressing. Mm-hmm. So... As, as much as we look like we got our shit together on paper, like, this shit is just as hard for us as it is for anybody else. And I would say that, like, this entire month, like, I would not have survived, even though, like, my body is st- very healed. Like, <laughs> still yeah, very... Yeah, you, you healed really fast this time. Yeah. Um, even though, like... You know, I don't have stitches anymore and I'm not like bleeding anymore or anything like that. I don't have to wear a diaper anymore. Yay. (laughs) All of that stuff. Like even just like I'm overwhelmed and whatnot. Like whenever I tell somebody that I'm overwhelmed, especially like my mom, my mom's like, okay, I'll come get her one day this week. And like (laughs) I would not have survived this month without my mom and your mom. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. I could not have done this without them at all. Especially, like, you, you know, you have a set schedule Monday to Friday. Mm -hmm. And, you know, your mom having off during the week to come, like, entertain Jewel for a little bit or, like, take her for a little bit. Like, that takes a whole mental load off of me because, like, Jewel's getting attention, but I'm also getting a break. Yeah. And then, like, my mom has a lot of freedom with her job so she can come drop by and be like, hey, here's... Like, she came over on Valentine's Day, and she brought Jewel, like, a whole Valentine's Day, like, gift. Yeah. And she'll keep her random days, like, over the weekend or, like, a night during the week, and, you know, we just make it work. So, like, truly, I could not have done it without them at all. And what's crazy is, despite how much, like, we've done just trying to survive, like, there's been little to no time for just me and Abby. Yeah. Like, it's just been on go mode, so, like... This shit is hard. Mm-hmm. We have days where like, where we're like, damn, bro, I just want to sit down with you. Mm-hmm. But it's like the second you sit down, somebody out of all four of us needs something. Yeah. And, you know, I'm I'm very grateful because I know that, like, it's more common than people think that after you have a baby, whether it's your first or second or whatever, like, it takes a hardcore toll on your marriage. Absolutely. And people go from, like... We have the best marriage ever to, like, they don't even speak to each other anymore. Mm-hmm. And that's, like, what it is afterwards um, until you get through, like, the baby phase or, you know, maybe somebody goes to therapy. I don't know how everybody Once handles Once you find it. your routine. Yeah. Um, for Juan and I, I'm grateful that I we didn't have that, like, you know, you and I just seeing each other in passing and we're not making eye contact or anything like that. Yeah. But... A lot of my, like, 
I had like baby blues this time. I'm very, very grateful yeah. for that. I only had baby blues this time. Yeah, I can definitely say like my emotional state was a little more in check mm-hmm. this time around because I was aware of what to look for. Mm-hmm. But when we got home and we were setting into like life with this new person, um, it was also different this time because we were completely alone. Like, we had no help because yeah. last time we lived with your mom. Yeah. Continue. But I knew Theo was good. I knew you and I were going to get everybody taken care of at the end of the day. Like right. You were going to have five minutes of peace. I was going to have five minutes of peace, like maximum. Mm-hmm. Um, Theo was going to be taken care of. Jules going to be taken care of. But I would cry because I was like, I just want to spend time with you because I knew that that was going to be the thing. Mm-hmm. That took a back seat. That was going to be like the number one thing that was... Tossed out the window. It's it's tossed the farthest to the bottom, to be mm-hmm. completely honest. Because mm-hmm. it's like, all right, we both know what job we have to do. Mm-hmm. Like, it, this is the part of the marriage where it's not 50-50 anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, some days it's 100 and zero. Mm-hmm. Some days it's 200. Some days it's like, <laughs> bro, I'm, I'm not even here. Like, I need you for everything. I was going to say a lot of, like, my contribution is probably the low percentage right now. Like, I... But it's okay. Like, I can't I'm building hold it back against up. you. You're building back up. You're literally recovering. You have the fucking Red Sea parted between your abs. Like, <laughs> I felt it. They were like, oh, yeah. You're, they tell you that your ab muscles will, like, tear apart mm-hmm. for a pregnant woman. I didn't know this, so Abby enlightened me. And she's like, hey, my abs have that, like, big gap in them. You want to feel? I'm like, Sure disgusting (laughs) craziest thing i've ever felt because i'm like it doesn't hurt at all but i'm like that's not normal like Mm -hmm. does it'll go back i don't know but like yeah my the doctor literally said the other day she was like oh this is like so minor i know and you felt it and you're like oh my god i'm like should i be touching you right now what's this gaping hole in your stomach (laughs) yeah but like i said i'm really like grateful for how a lot of things turned out because again we were at the doctor's office like every other day for jewel Mm -hmm. after she was born and like having to get her tested for all these things theo we got to just come home and chill yeah we just had to get him to eat Mm -hmm. and you know as much as we find our complaints and moments to be like what the heck Mm -hmm. like i couldn't be happier Mm -hmm. like we literally got the perfect baby Mm-hmm. perfectly per- and every parent's gonna say this because once you're there you you feel it you see it you're like no matter what i went through to get this it was all worth it because i got this in the end mm-hmm. so like we have jewel now we have theo it all just makes sense yeah i also um am appreciating the like the baby phase this time more because of how quickly it goes like yeah i'm much more aware of how fast the time goes mm-hmm. like in general because jules gonna be four this year i know but he's already a month old like we've already been mm-hmm. home for a month with him yeah so like it's crazy that like now i'm like okay like this time is short. You're only going to be an infant for so long. And then you're only going to be a baby for so long and all of that stuff. And I know how quickly January of 2024 is going to come and he's going to be one. Yeah. 
And so the awareness of, oh, remember all these things, take it slower, appreciate all of these things. Like, yeah, it's really hard. And I definitely still get frustrated when he's screaming at me at 3 Mm a.m. But during the day, like when, you know, we're spending time together, seeing Jewel and him interact, well, Jewel interact with him. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, And I hold his little hands and I look at his little feet. Like I just take the time to be like, wow, you have tiny feet. They're never going to be this tiny again. Yep. And everything. Every day is the biggest he's ever been and the smallest he'll ever be again. Mm-hmm. And with Jewel, it you know, it's your first baby, so you're just like, it's you just go with the flow. You really just go with the flow because it's like, oh, this is my first baby. Look mm-hmm. at my baby. Mm-hmm. And then once they're not little anymore, you're like, wow, how did this get like this? It was crazy. We are definitely in uncharted territory now. Yeah. Like, we got two kids. I almost just said I'm tired again. <laughs> I, yeah, that's part of the normal vocabulary. That's how we greet each other. That's how the... the we're renaming this podcast. The I'm So Tired podcast. <laughs> I'm so tired. With your host, Peace and Love. <laughs> With your uh, hosts, uh, Drowsy and Leaky. Mm. Yeah. Theo thought it was funny. He's laughing under his breath. Oh, no, he's not. He went, Ugh. Oh, he's like, Mom, you're so cringy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just oh. turned 26. Yes, talk that about ha- your birthday. That happened, too. I don't know what else to say about it. I got a lot of, I'm still trying to do some reflection on it, seeing mm-hmm. what happened in 25, in the year of 25. Um, I mean, clearly we started the podcast. It's actually almost going on the one-year anniversary. I know. I'm. I'm glad I'm back in time. I mean, I'm glad we're both back in time. I glad. I glad. <laughs> I couldn't get a single person to come in, bud. Yeah. I tried. Like I, I tried know. to Everybody's see what busy. I. I I know. I'm not blaming anybody, but like, this shit is hard. I was still reaching out, doing what I could. Well, that and being a now dad of two. Yeah. This has been a rough month. Yes. Because so. at the same time that I want to have people come, I'm like, everybody get out of my house. It's a it's a chaotic say, whirlwind if, in here. If you if this was you, like, pre-Theo actually being here, like, maybe I was pregnant, you would have made it happen. Oh, absolutely. But we just kind of let it slide because we're like, nah, I'm tired. <laughs> yeah. And not in the sense of, like, being lazy because, you know, I literally preach all that no, stuff on my Saturday videos. We're genuinely exhausted. We're beat. Yeah. It must be nice to sleep when you want. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This guy hates his car seat. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't even cry. He just screams. Mm-hmm. There's a difference. But, man, this is... It's so beautiful and so hard. Yeah. It's so new every day. I think he looks like Abby. Me too. He came out looking like me. Like oh, yeah. infant, like fresh, fresh out the out? box. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no pun intended. I shouldn't have used that word. Don't laugh so loud. <laughs> My bad. Welcome to our ASMR podcast. Because our son can't handle loud noises. <laughs> but no, his like first couple pictures I took, he looked just like me. 
but every day, the more and more he just chunks up, I see all of your face in his. Man, what a wild ride. And it's only been a month. And it's only been a month. (laughs) (laughs) Stop, you're going to cry. Oh, yeah, if I laugh too hard, I'll cry. Um, I was going to say, wow, it's been a long five years. It's only been a month. Mm -hmm. Sooner than you know it, it'll be five years, though. But anything else you have to say for yourself? No, In terms of what's going on and what's happening? No. That, like... This whole experience has just been a lot just because it started with what I did not want. Like I didn't want to be induced. And so every day I've just been facing life doesn't go how you plan it. It gives you what you need, not what you want. Mm -hmm. And I've been trying to, you know, just kind of accept things for how they are and take it one day at a time and adjust to being a parent to a brand new baby and to a toddler because doing those two things simultaneously, yeah, every single day, doing those two things every single day. (laughs) Guys are just goosing around. Yeah, fucking goosey boy. (laughs) Um, It's hard because one, you know, you're like, oh... You're screaming, let me feed you. And then Jewel's screaming, and I have to explain to her why she can't... You have to break down hard theoretical concepts of emotions to her? Yeah. And it's like, I don't want to do that, I'm tired. Theo, you just put a boob in his mouth and he shuts up. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) The hardest thing is keeping up with the toddler life. Like, I have to teach you. And also, simultaneously, my brain is melted right now. Mm-hmm. I haven't slept, brother. I'm so sorry for every noise yeah. that you might have heard this podcast. <laughs> this is a rough start, but this is real. We're back, baby. I'm sorry for the police sirens, every car that passed by, and Theo's goosey grunts. But I wouldn't have it any other way. Yeah. This is real life. I got nothing else for you. Thanks for doing this with me, bud. Thank you. You're welcome. For our beautiful children. You're very welcome. You're a professional birth giver. I better be. So then whenever we have this last one. Mm, I don't even want to talk about a third one. I know. But we're both saying the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> Just leave me alone, all right? Let me focus on Theo. Yeah. We got to make this happen. I was going to say, uh, with the adjustment and everything, we're going to move to bi-weekly episodes. Yeah, I don't think we can pump out an episode a week as much. As we used to. Unless you want to hear, I'm tired the entire yeah. episode. Yeah. We're going to be like, all right, what happened? Um, I'm tired. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Theo, hush. <laughs> hush. All right. Scare away our guests. If you haven't heard it yet, we <laughs> hope you have a great day. We've missed you so much. We're happy to be back. We love you. Peace, love. And apple sauce. I almost just said your whole thing. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>